A few nights ago, my husband and I were watching a live stream of a marriage webinar and particularly they were talking about marriage and money and it was amazing. But in this webinar, you could send in questions and someone, I was just enjoying seeing what everybody else's questions were and there was one that came up that I know when you hear it, you are going to think of me straight away. But there was a question saying, is it okay to just be a housewife or does God want everyone to have a paid job? And when they said this question that came up on the screen, my husband just looked at me and just cracked up laughing. And he was like, do you want to call in and give them your answer? Do you know, just take it, take it away. And I was like, wow, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's, let's go with this question. And so I wanted to basically share with you today my answer to, is it okay to be a housewife? First of all, I'm going to take away the just because ain't no one just a housewife. Uh, or does God want everyone to have a paid job? So that is the conversation that we are going to have today. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you'll find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, if you've been thinking that it's about time that I remove the toxic chemicals from my home, but it sounds really overwhelming, it sounds expensive, and I don't know where to start, then the home detox method is for you. In this course, we are going to teach you how to remove toxic chemicals from your home in eight weeks or less. Because mama, let me tell you, having a non-toxic home is actually going to be a lot easier and a lot simpler than you think. It's time to start your low-tox journey so you can have a healthy home environment for your family. In this course, you will learn how to read ingredients and understand ingredient lists, learn how to recognize toxic chemicals and understand their risks, replace your own products with clean alternatives, and even make your own chemical-free products to save money. So if you are ready to be confident that you can avoid toxic chemicals at the shops, Understand ingredient lists were no longer tricked by clever marketing and were able to take back control of your family's health to improve sleep, energy, mood, and overall wellness, then I want you to go right now to wholesomemama.com, click on the home detox method. You can read all about it, see if it's for you, and come and join us because it is time that us as mums took back control of the products in our home without the overwhelm and without the overspend. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes for more. 
Now, I was thinking about this the other day when I was having a conversation with my friend who has actually recently moved from Sweden. Shout out to anyone over in Sweden. Uh, She's just moved from Sweden to Australia. And she was shocked at how many women in Australia, how many mums in Australia are stay-at-home mums. And she said it's actually where she is from in her um, region in Sweden. She said it's really rare. It's really quite rare. You are on maternity leave uh, and then you go back back to work. A lot of that's what she has done with her uh, other kids. She's currently on maternity leave technically. She was shocked at how I have just stayed home for the last almost six years and and just being a mum, not just being a mum, and being a mum. <laughs> And so I, it got me thinking though, where apart from take away the financial strain that is really, my generation is really feeling for probably the first time, I would say in our adult lives, but where did the need for a woman to have a job and an income come from? And I feel like this, I haven't done any research. I just wanted to share what my experience was growing up. And I was so fortunate to have a mum who was a stay-at-home mum who picked us up from school every afternoon, had afternoon tea when we got home and spent time with us, took us out after school, did things with us, helped us to learn to be creative and do craft and baking and all those things. So I was so fortunate to have that as my example. And I Growing up, I valued that and I loved that so much and I was so thankful for that, that I knew that whatever the cost it was, which we're going to get to in a little minute, whatever the cost was, that is what I wanted to be able to do for my family. As much as, you know, school pick up and drop off a mundane and it's kind of a pain to put the kids in the car and I remind myself These are the days that I prayed for. I prayed that I would be able to stay home and that I would be the one who's able to go and pick up my son from kindergarten. So let's get back to that thought though. Where did the need for a woman to have a job and an income come from? And I really feel like it was probably early 2000s, like pre-2010. I want to say when I was in... Um, middle high school that all of a sudden and I don't know if it was just when I got to that age or anything but it was like being bombarded with this thing of you are an independent woman you do not need to rely on your man you shouldn't rely on a man you should make your own money you should like even well, I have not listened to it, but there was that thing going around where about Miley Cyrus, you know, you can buy your own flowers or whatever. So I'm clearly not a, um avid listener of hers. But this whole idea of not relying on your man because and the whole thing that went along with it was all of a sudden like microwave marriages. And that that's going to sound funny, but hear me out. People these days, not not Christians, people in the world, worldly people, 
getting married for convenience or they are not getting married because they don't want the commitment of being attached and connected that way to someone else in the fact of having to rely on them, having to share everything. And I think that that is so sad that in one aspect, we've got these people who are just getting married for convenience because, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. We get married and like divorce rates are up ridiculously because people just say, and you see it all the time, we just don't love each other anymore. We just, there's nothing, there's nothing really wrong, but we just, we've just fallen out of love with each other. And this is another conversation in and of itself <laughs> of, I need to choose to love my husband every day. Yeah, sure. There are some days where I feel like, but it's so sad that we are living in a society where it's like, well, you're not really satisfying my needs anymore. So whatever. And so then women have set up this mindset, which has then gone on to teach younger women to be their foundational worldview of, I don't need a man. I, I'm going to buy my own things. I don't need a man. I don't want to rely on your income. I want to have my income to fall back on if things go pear-shaped, which if you are entering a marriage with that as your mindset, then where do you think your marriage is going to go? So I thought that that was really interesting. I had never really thought about where where in my life had I seen that, had I ever felt that. So much of it is from Hollywood and movies and songs that we are hearing on the radio and all those sort of things that are speaking to us and feeding us this wrong view. And so I just want to say from the get-go that do I think that you as a wife and a mum having a job outside of the home is wrong. No, of course not. And that is not what I'm saying. So I just want to be really, really clear from the get-go that that is not what I'm saying. But we need to be very clear on why we are doing what we are doing. Why, what is our motivation behind what we are doing? So being a housewife is, in my opinion, the most important job. Whether you work outside the home or work um, from the home beyond that or not, being a housewife, being a wife, being a mum, being a homemaker is our most important job. And also to clarify, you can absolutely still be a homemaker and not be a stay-at-home mum. There's not, there's not a requirement of, well, you work a part-time job so you can't be a homemaker. That's not, I feel like that Instagram is very much showing that part of um, homemaking. Well, that's what I feel like I'm being. Anyway, so being a housewife, being a wife, being a mum, speaking into the lives of God's children that he has entrusted you to bring up and raise, creating them to be disciples, that is the biggest privilege of my life. And, you know, it's funny because there's, I feel like particularly as a just a housewife, let's, I'm going to talk to those women for a moment who feel like 
they are just a mum. When someone says to you, what do you do? You say, I'm just a mum. That is one end of the spectrum. Then the other end of the spectrum is, and this is what I get a lot, and it really, really irks me. You're so privileged to be able to stay home. I have a few of those comments every single week from people I know to randoms on Instagram, whatever. You're so privileged. Wow, it must actually had someone the other day. Wow, it must be so nice for your husband to be so well off that you can stay home with your kids. Um, if you looked at our life, you would eat those words. <laughs> and so absolutely, I am so privileged. I am so privileged that one God has blessed me and my husband with three beautiful children I'm so privileged that I am able to stay home with them but it is a huge sacrifice and this is what I said earlier it comes at a massive cost you know so a lot of the time we have we have chosen to go without we have stopped going on, and I know this, this sounds ridiculous, but we've stopped going on big, huge holidays and we've got a caravan and we go camping. I'm not getting my hair done as often as I probably should. I've learned how to make meals stretch out. I've learned how to make um, our money stretch out. We've learned how to budget. We do not have new cars. We have... We even, we bought a new car for us, which was like still, I think maybe 10 years old. And so we, we don't, we don't get into debt for things. We don't have car loan repayments. We don't have credit cards. We don't like our phones. We do not have the latest phone. In fact, I think I just bought a, what are we up to? iPhone like 13 or something ridiculous. Uh, I just got a 10 off Facebook marketplace for a couple of hundred dollars because my old phone had passed on. There are sacrifices that come. There are costs that we have to make to for me to be able to stay at home. And the other thing is, is that my previous job, why initially I didn't go back to work was to put my, I had the first two children very very close together and so to go back to my job after that I wouldn't even be making enough income to pay for childcare. so absolutely I am so privileged to be able to stay at home it's the biggest privilege of my life but it doesn't mean that and I want you to hear it too if you are wanting to if you are there thinking I feel like God is calling me to be home with my babies I feel like God is calling me to re to stay home, to be at home, to be around my kids, to raise them every single day. And you're not, you don't feel like, you know, there's stress. And this is something that we have had to talk about multiple times. And even in the last few months with inflation going up and uh, rates going up, interest rates going up, all the things. And we actually had a conversation the other month and I actually we were very stressed I'm going to be real we were very stressed we didn't know how we were going to make it through to the end of the month 
Christ God, he provides for us. But I, I applied for a job and I went through the process, got an interview. And then at the last moment, I canceled the interview and said, you know what? It was actually something that my pastor said at church, calling over comfort. I'm called to build my home. I'm called, especially in this season, I'm called to stay at home with my babies. And, you know, all through Proverbs, it talks about in different places, a wise woman building her home. I was going to get that job out of a need of comfort, out of a need of wanting to maintain a level of lifestyle, out of a need of not trusting God to provide for us. And I understand, though, that there are situations where you have, no, you have to go and get a job. But don't let that take away from the importance of your role at home. To me, being a homemaker and being a housewife, whatever you want to call it, that is first and foremost, after being a child of God, obviously, your relationship with God, and then that is, that is what comes next. Then it's your job. I don't want, if I was to go out and get a job, I don't want that at all to take away from what I am first and foremost called to build in my home. So if you can swing it and make it work, then absolutely, yes, stay at home. Raise your babies. You can go back to work. If you were a hairdresser or something, I don't know, that's the first thing I thought of. If you're a hairdresser and you can stop working, raise your babies, you can go back to hairdressing. You can't have your kids this young again. You can't have your time especially if you are going to send your kids to school, the first five years of them at home, you don't get that again. We don't get to spend, now that my son is in kindergarten, the majority of his time is not with me. It's at school and then it's sleeping. So I get a few hours in the morning and then a few hours in the afternoon slash evening to speak into his life now. And that for me was a huge reminder of why I'm home with my two daughters still, because this we get this time once with them. That all said, my answer to that question, is it okay to be a housewife? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is not just a housewife. It is one of the biggest callings on your life. Or does God want everyone to have a paid job? No, no. And you can seek him and you can pray about it like we we pray about it and we talk about it and we are in agreement about it and every time I start to get stressed about money because you know it's usually money we remember that actually we have more than enough we have plenty we can sell something if we have a bill that we have to pay and we'd be okay but being a housewife is the most important job And so whether you work beyond that or not, I pray that that is what you remember and you don't let anything else take away from that being one of your highest callings. Well, that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and 
chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.